If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one, the only Alexis will be. And if you haven't heard part one, it only aired last week. Check it out. We talk all about, I mean, she was married to Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley were her mother and father-in-law. She was married to Kyle. What did she see? When were their first signs that the Chrisleys were up to some, you know, illegal activities? We talk about Chase. We talk about Savannah. We cover it all. What she saw inside that house. This is really a deep dive into the Chrisleys. Look, it was we had to do this eventually. Here we are in December. It is time. We love Alexis. She tells all. We're about to talk more about Chase and Savannah and the Chrisleys and the jail sentence and everything going on now. Nanny Faye. But if you haven't heard part one, check it out. It aired last week. And now part two of our chat with the one and only Miss Alexis Willby. You know, the the alleged rumor is that Chase and Savannah are having a really hard time. I'm sure Nanny is too, uh, with financially, you know, aside from Savannah's podcast. Um, I'm not sure what they have for income. I mean, what do you think their financial state is like now? You know, I, I hate to say karma, but I'm a big believer in prayer. And just like I've kept myself going through this tumultuous seven years with them. Actually, I would say 10 years because just stopped till last year. And just all the lawyers I've had to pay all the time, all my energy just to end with divorce because it was just unbearable. And I'm not saying that it's what you deserve or it's not anything that I don't wish bad on anyone, but to look and see that everyone was pointing fingers at me. Even Savannah sent some mean tweets. I'm sure they're now deleted and I wish I took screenshots of them. I'll look back and see if I could find them. But she was retweeting what her dad was saying and adding some of her own things as well. Um, and I get she's just defending her father, but it still like hurts that I was always the one as the, the oddball, the the gold digger, the everything that I'm not right. Just just portrayed as this person. And now when I see that, you know, you guys also show you could have had a good ex-sister-in-law or someone that would have helped you or would have said, hey, you know, what do you need? Or, you know, you can never have a a, a um a shortage of a helping hand of someone that was there and lived through it with you and that really knows the situation, not just a stranger on the street. I was involved in the family, but now you lost all that because when you were up on, on, on your high horse, you were so busy putting everybody down, including Kyle and Lindsay. You know, I get that's the power of blood that you'll always forgive, but I'm sure it's hard for them because they've had to also sit back a lot of times. Lindsay also, let's not forget, wasn't on the show for a lot of seasons, whether it was her choice or kicked off. It seemed like a mixture of both when I hear both sides of the story. It can't be, it can't be easy um, that they, you know, they were treated, they were thrown to the wolves too. And yeah. now the tables have really turned and it's sad, but it's like, that's why you should always treat people well. Cause you just don't know, you know, they really didn't see this coming. I don't think Todd, Julie, they, even if you listen back on their podcast, they were confident. They thought they were just going to get a couple of years and they would be right back out on the show. They did not expect 12 and seven years. No. And they even thought, you know, I mean, even now it's surfacing that they're finally saying like, maybe our appeal is not going to be granted. Well, your appeal is not going to be granted. Let me just tell you, that's not how it works. It's not happening. Do you, I mean, does any part of you, cause we talk about like Todd and I mean, all these things that he did to you guys and he was controlling to Chase and Savannah. Like, do you think like, even though apparently like Sarah said, they're having a hard time with like, do you think this is a good thing for Chase and Savannah? Like to have your parents in jail, just that out of your lives and just start to figure it out? Sadly, yes. I mean, if you just see the articles and uh, for Savannah, 
um, saying like how she misses them so much and it's hard for her to even do anything. When she, I think there was an article where she said she couldn't even get married without them. And it's like, honey, from a psychological background, that is, that's scary, right? If you can't move on or live your life, not saying your parents are not a big intricate part of your life, but if they are to your life or you can't function without them, because that's what it sounds like. She couldn't marry, she couldn't date, she couldn't handle the kids. It was, the articles just keep coming out. And it's like, I hope these aren't real quotes because it sounds like she can't function. And that's when you know you're being controlled and you're in a toxic, abusive relationship, uh, parent, child, whatever. So um, I think it, it does have some good, but I also, I think the codependency is so deep. And that even goes for Kyle and Lindsay that I don't know how they'll do without their father long-term. You know, hopefully they'll they'll figure it out. That's the goal. But without therapy or hopefully there aren't therapy, I don't know. I, I And like you said, no income, right? Like, just like when you ask, what did Todd and Julie do? The big question is, what did Chase and Savannah do? What, you know, Kyle was, and was the only one who really had a real job when he was with me. And now I think he still does with his new wife. But that's really the only way you're going to make it in this world is work. Like, actually having a real work. And the ways they make money don't seem to be a long-term strategy. Well, that's the thing. Like if you're so used to like daddy's money and I mean, the show doesn't help because now that is your money that, you know, there is this rumor, like Sarah said, they're shopping the show around. I mean, I, you know, I hate to break it to everyone. I don't think they're going to get a show. I just don't think a network is going to go down that road. I mean, you've already been there. So, right. It's almost like taking a step back. Like it's almost like to me, Lindsay and Kyle are better off in a sense that they learned the hard skills of life earlier on but like you know it's got to be a good thing ultimately i would think for chase and savannah as awful as it is to have your parents in jail like like you said like if the codependency is that deep you gotta just just take a long time but today's the you know today whatever it is like it's you gotta it's not good you gotta break away from these parents yeah and and that's my thing too you just said a good thing that i just thought about is like the network like I just don't think USA really took accountability the way that they should have. I've seen so many people just so canceled and everyone's getting in trouble for things. And they did a big scam. They like messed up a lot of people's lives. This is like documented abuse and like legal abuse they've done to people. And you just wonder like none of the reps, none of the production, like they kind of quietly like sunsetted the show and kind of just like, okay, you know, it wasn't like they really, they kind of stayed out of it. And I wonder to myself, like, is that how it goes these days? Like, he's never had to apologize. They didn't force him to say anything. He he literally left acting like he was this pastor that he'd been misrepresented and that he'd been doing the Lord's work. And I just am shocked that he never had to. No one has hold, held him accountable. And they made all this money off of this show and they destroyed everyone's life and everyone just kind of just never talked about it. Were you, when you heard the sentences come down 12 years and seven years, I mean, you talk about karma. Did you think that was enough for both of them or you think they should have got more? Yeah, I actually think that was light. Um, I really do. And only because he had no, like I said, again, the remorse, if they had come through and said, we, we, we probably shouldn't have done even one of the crimes. But he's to keep your innocence, even after sentencing, that's a level of narcissism I don't think anyone has seen. He's, he left, I mean, he went into the jail saying that, you know, with a statement that they were planning to appeal because what, what was it? They had already sent like a long documentation of challenging some of the witnesses. Do you oh, think yeah, I mean, they, they tried to discredit all the witnesses, you know, including Mark Braddock, you know, his alleged gay lover uh, who really was a big whistleblower, you know. Um, by the way, have you ever talked to Mark? Did you did did you and Mark ever connect and, and trade stories? His wife reached out. Mrs. Braddock reached out and she was a, such a sweet lady. And we were in a bad place at that time in terms of all the media, the things he was saying about Kyle, the tweets um bad place in that way like with Todd's thing and she'd seen some of this stuff so she knew um and she was just encouraging and she talked about um just the things he'd been doing to Mark you talk about haunting someone oh 
he's got stories. I mean, he was, he, it's terrible. So Mark, there's a lot of people, there's a long list of skeletons in that closet of people that just couldn't go to sleep at night. It's not just me. I'm not alone here. It is like, we probably need a support group surviving Odd Grizzly. Um, <laughs> David. Well, I was going to say like, do you think, cause look, I psychologically two things happen in this situation to like children or people, you know, you either look at your parents' mistakes and you're like, I will, you know, same thing with parents who are addicts and you look and you're like, that's just not me. I'm so polar opposite. I, I, I don't want this life I've learned or the bad habits rub off. So like you look at this conspicuous consumption, like which we saw on the show, you say, you know, it was even worse in real life. And, you know, Chase and Savannah on the show do seem to like the lavish lifestyle too. Like, do you think they are going to be able to pull it together and say like, or is it going to be like, well, dad and mom did this and got away with it, you know, like. Sadly, the latter, I think they really, they, I think all of them, it's sad. Even Kyle too, that's what I knew what it had to be over divorce wise is that Kyle was just not going to let his dad go or his mom. And not even in that way, always love your father. I never wanted to say, cut your dad off, but let's eat. Like you said, as, as, as a child that's now grown up as an adult and seen that his actions are not matching up with the morals you want, the values you want. Sarah's going to be back. I don't know where she went, but she said something. Go on. She okay. was saying this. I mean, she's so, yeah, come back. Had a, yeah. Okay. So like the morals you want, the values you want, um, all of those things for him to just not put a stop there, but still want to retract his statements and, and help his dad again. It was like, we weren't going, you know, the only way to move forward is I'm not saying cut your dad off. I'm not saying cut your stepmom off, but this is bad. This is really bad. We're, they've been indicted at this point. What are you doing? And when he was just not, it wasn't registering. Sadly, like we were asking about the children. I don't think there's one that has that, the the strength. I guess it would take strength to kind of get over. I don't know what's going to take for them to click. Now, I guess that he's in jail. They have no point, no, no choice. But I still don't see that as a, as a, as a cop out. Because I saw that while he was going down, they were on his ship. So... I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. The holidays are here, and it's the perfect time for me to tell you about OneSkin. The holidays are stressful, whether you're traveling or hosting. Oh my gosh, OneSkin is the best defense against the havoc holiday stress can wreak on your skin. Why is OneSkin the best? Because their products are powered by a groundbreaking peptide, OS1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to prevent the accumulation of aged cells. What that means is that the OS1 has actually been proven in the lab to actually reduce the biological age of skin by several years. Hello, what more do I need to hear? It leaves my skin feeling so healthy and totally hydrated. My skin glows when I use OneSkin. I use it on my face and body and I was very skeptical, but it actually works. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. 
It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. New customers get 15% off with the code VELVET at oneskin.co. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with code VELVET. The new year is approaching. Now is the best time to invest in your skin. Age healthy with one skin. The holidays are here, and yes, I have had a holiday party every night. I've been having a few martinis a night. I'm drinking eggnog that is heavily spiked. Look, I like to drink alcohol. What can I say? And now I really don't have any problems drinking alcohol because I have a water boy. I used to wake up and have the worst hangovers. All of that is a thing of the past because of Waterboy. Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing has worked this good for me. With zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, the first thing I do in the morning is mix some Waterboy into a nice tall glass of water and watch my hangover go away. It tastes great. They have strawberry lemonade, lemon lime, blue raspberry, and an all-new grape flavor. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash velvet. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this holiday season. Are you guys ready to embark on the greatest adventure of your life? I need to introduce to you the Jaluxe Collection from G Adventures. The Jaluxe Collection offers 28 premium active journeys across 16 stunning countries. Do you guys know that I saw the world on G Adventures? I went to India, Africa, Antarctica, Cambodia, Vietnam. Really, I've seen all these places through G Adventures. On a Jaluxe trip, you can expect luxury to meet adventure. You stay in accommodations that are so comfortable. You eat meals, which are so amazing. And the itinerary is perfectly paced for maximum enjoyment. Imagine waking up and choosing between hiking, cooking, a day of history, some kayaking. You get to choose. The memories I have from going to places like Antarctica and Africa with G Adventures and have honestly made friends that I keep in touch with still to this day. Ready to go Lux with G Adventures Jalux Collection? Visit gadventures.com slash Jalux. That's G Adventures slash G-E-L-U-X-E and let your extraordinary journey begin. Your adventure at its finest awaits. It's the holidays, but that doesn't mean I can stop hiring for this podcast. If I didn't put a show out every day, you guys would all come for me. But that's okay because I have Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Before I had Indeed, I spent hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. It was such a mess and it took so much of my time. I've hired so many people for this business through Indeed. Editors, proofreaders, designers, marketing people, ad sales. What I love is that Indeed is the only job site where I pay for applications that meet my must-have requirements. It saved me so much time. Don't take my word for it. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash velvet. Offer is good for a limited time. Claim your $75 job credit now at Indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. And they still, Chase has had moments of interviews where he's like, I need to break away. But there's a lot of non-interviews like that. And you just, it's the true definition of like Stockholm syndrome, right? Like you just are on, you just, you're getting the abuse, but you're just falling in. I just wonder if Chase and Savannah will turn to some get rich quick scheme which is too good to be true, you know, just in the sense that they need money too. Cause like we were saying, I don't know what they do for money. Right. And I guess, um, you know, a lot of people look at these crimes that they're really not a big deal. It's sad, but in the reality world, people are doing so much fraud these days. And that's what's sad. You know, me, you and Sarah were thinking of it as morally. And why would you steal from these banks and, copy and pasting and credit score. I'm like, I didn't even know you could have a credit score that low and make it set. What she was doing was just crazy. But for most people, that's not, that's, that's not really a big deal. So I don't think for his kids, that's something for them to really look at as a moral issue. I think they looking at it as he did what he had to do to get to where he needed to be and to take care of his family. I think they think of him as a hero. Wow. 
Guys, sorry, I had to jump off. You know, my husband was just in okay. the hospital, so I just had to, just a phone call from them. But um, did we, did you, David, uh, did you already ask Lexi? I'm curious how you think, you know, there, there's also a big rumor that Julie is not doing well. Did you already address this? No, I was, I was thinking of that too. Next. I want, you know, and I always think too, like, I agree with you, Lexi, like Todd has shown zero remorse. He and Jen Shaw, like I'm, on my TikToks, I go nuts over these people because they always rely on God. And then- <laughs> They do. They always say, you know, oh, Jesus has mm-hmm. a plan, all this stuff. It's like you, God gave you a moral compass. You knew right, right from wrong. And then Jen Shaw drives me insane because I think she uses racial issues to try to gain sympathy from people when she never mm-hmm. did. He's the same way. He's the same yeah. way. He's he's used Chloe as now he's woke and all that. <laughs> it drives me bullshit. Anyway. Yeah, um, that's the worst. He's not. And I feel bad. I don't think she's based on how they feel with black people. I don't think she's in the best area. Because that's not something you can just untrain yourself. So God knows how much how she's being raised. Um, yeah, it's so sad. But I'm curious, you know, you're a mother. Julie, I do wonder if this is really hurting her in jail. Because the, the rumor is she is not doing well. You know, mentally, physically, the kids go every other week to see her. Based on all the years you knew Julie, even if you all were estranged, I mean, how do you think she's doing? My heart does go out to Julie because I feel that Julie, um, contrary to popular belief, and this is just my personal opinion, and I know this because uh, Julie's parents were not fans of Todd to my to what I've seen. Okay, so um, and I'm just saying this on my personal opinion based on their interaction, based on how they moved. It wasn't like they were wow, my my daughters hit the jackpot. So when you have parents that knew better, you know, you could just tell they were really wholesome people. They lived simple. When I talk about, see, Nanny kind of always, that's her son. So he kept her in the luxury. So Nanny kind of has a little, a lot of the, you know, used to the luxury things, but Julie's parents don't. They were happy being regular. I don't think they accepted a penny from them. You know, their their house was simple. Everything is simple about them. And I my heart goes out because I know, I, I can only imagine the conversations her parents have always probably instilled in her. So I do feel that, you know, your upbringing tells you a lot about if you, you know, just like when you think for yourself, you probably think I should have listened to my parents. I should have listened to people that really didn't care about all that stuff, or that was keeping it simple, you know, and that that's her parents. They were, her dad's a pastor. And I think she kind of went far, you know, into the, the glam and now she may be having regrets. So I do believe some of those stories that she might, she might be second guessing some of the decisions she made. Right. I mean, when you're there for seven years, I mean, it's only been a few months, but still it's a few months of sitting inside, you know, with your thoughts. It's almost like, how did I get here? Like I should have, could have, would have stopped this, never gone down the road. Like, do you think they'll make it Todd and Julie? I mean, Savannah has come out and said, all that's BS. My mom and dad, you know, I guess that they can write letters to each other. I've just read somewhere that you can't speak, but you can write a letter, give it to Savannah when she visits. So like, I guess they are corresponding that way, but like, do you think they're going to make it? I mean, married, it's a long time. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, personally, no. But if they do, if they do, it's probably because he's got more dirt that he's threatening her with too. Because that's how crazy he is. You know, if she stays with him, it's probably not because she wants to. She's probably hasn't seen him in seven years. But it would be because that's how he moves. Like, everybody is on a an agenda. Like, he makes it very clear. Lexi, you get out of line, this is what's going to happen to you. And that's just how he is. No, no bones about it. So she may be scared to leave because he will, you know, make her life a living hell if she tries to say something about him or go. Because think about how much she knows. That's only what the IRS found out about. That means there's probably a hundred. You know, there's a whole bunch more. We don't know of scams they did. I know of a few, and I'm just like, well, it's you know, let it let it be under the bridge. And you think even from jail, he would do that? Like if she let, he would just spend his time in jail trying to ruin Julie if she was going to leave. That's the mixed signals, right? Because a lot of people have told me that you can't do that. Like what Savannah's saying, like the the letters and talking, like that you you can't really communicate with each other. Um, so I guess every jail is different. I don't know if they got that, were they able to really communicate? I don't think they can hear each other's voice at all for this next 12 years. I my- think so too. I think that's right. I think uh, the only thing I read was like, he would hand write a letter and hand it to Savannah 
or somehow the letter would be to Savannah. And I guess that was okay. And then she would take it something like that, but there would be just a hello to Julie and it's something like that. But I think the jail, I think the way it works is they have to read all your outgoing mail. You can't just send mail out. Right. Right. Exactly. It's restricted. So I don't think you're having like private. Yeah. You can't really do many personal conversations from jail. So I don't think they'll be able to communicate for the next seven years. Did you, I, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. I just really quick, you know, we talked a little bit about Chloe. Did we mention, you know, I'm just wondering about Grayson, you know, Grayson had that serious car crash. I mean, Grayson seems like actually maybe the one, cause he's at that age, right? 15, 16, it's such a critical age. He seems like the one that's maybe suffering the most. I mean, do you think he's really aware of what they're like and the manipulation and, and how do you think he'll do? I mean, he's now going to be raised by Savannah. Isn't that terrible? I mean, it seems like she's struggling. You know, she said, she said uh, that she couldn't manage with Chloe and Grayson. Did you see that article? And then that's when she kindly came out and said, I won't do any more articles about Chloe and Savannah. It's like, well, Chloe and Grayson. It's like, well, you've said enough. Um, I, Grayson, he was just a baby, you know, like, so I, I look at him still as a young baby, just like Chloe. Unfortunately, you know, he's going to go through the better part of his adolescent years with no direction from a real adult. And I think that's the worst part is they they had a very, they, they only have them really. So there's not many outside sources to step in besides Nanny or Savannah that think that's who's doing it. So. And you think like at least Savannah and Chase now with all of this, like you are convicted, it's a conviction. Like you think that they still view Todd as like our father's a hero and did what he had to do to put food on the table. Oh yeah. There's that's never going to change. I don't think they're not going to switch their opinion on their father like that. Wow. All right. Can we like cut to the chase here? I mean, no pun intended, but you know, I mean, Todd's allegedly gay or at least bisexual or, or, you know, I mean, Mark Braddock came out in court under oath and basically said they had a long time affair. And then, you know, he helped get all this money. Okay, when you were married to Kyle, did you see anything? I mean, did you think Todd was gay? Did you see any? Oh, yeah. I mean, the you know, I don't have a, you know, nobody really knows, right? Unless they tell you, he acted very, you know, he acted very feminine. Yeah, yeah he's every, everybody said that on live. It's not like this is a shocking discussion. Right, it's not a shock. He was in in college, made a whole Daily Mail article about it. I don't know if you read back where this was before Mark ever came out. Like my dad, and he gave stories of things that happened. So Kyle's told me many, many stories, and and yeah, I mean, you never know. Someone has to, you know, it's not like I physically ever saw him with a man, but he was always very feminine. He was always very, um, he had. Like one of his close best friends was uh, gay. And that's not really, you know, a cause of concern, but it was like with everything now going on, it looks back and you're like, maybe, you know, and and it, I don't know. He denies it. You know, as you see, he adamantly denies it. The kids deny it. Kyle's nice. always said he was. He denies it. Are you guys as bored of the traditional holiday gift as I am? I've gotten so many socks, candles, slippers this year. I don't want to be that person that someone doesn't like the gift that I give. And that's why everyone on my list is getting a Skylight digital picture frame this year. It's perfect for the hard to gift person because it's so personalized. The Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone and they appear in seconds. Instead of looking back through a camera roll, you can display photos of the family and friends and loved ones in real time. And what I love, you can even preload photos before the box is open. So when it's unwrapped and plugged in, your most treasured memories of who you're giving the gift to will appear. It's so easy to use and it takes less than 60 seconds to set up. You could even like photos with a heart. It's so interactive. As a special limited time offer for my listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com velvet. To get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com velvet. It. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash velvet. 
how is it December already? Where has this year gone? But you know what the great thing about December is? It's the 12 days of deals at Honey Love. You know Honey Love. It's our go-to for bras and shapewear here behind the Velvet Row. December 1st through December 12th, Honey Love will be dropping new limited time deals nearly every day. You know why you guys should be thankful for Honey Love this holiday season? Because listen, you know there's nothing worse than suffering from an uncomfortable bra or shapewear. With Honey Love, you won't have to anymore. They've revolutionized the bra and shapewear game. Say goodbye to that uncomfortable underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. And you have to check out their V-neck bra for a totally smooth fit under clothing. It's the ultimate t-shirt bra. Treat yourself to the best bras and shaper on the market and save up to 20% off site-wide at honeylove.com velvet. This month only. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It's time to ditch the underwire for good, thanks to Honey Love. What are you guys getting all your friends and family for the holidays? I'm getting everybody something from Quince. And guess what? It's not going to break my bank. Quince creates timeless classic clothes that never go out of style. These are clothes you can literally have in your closet forever. And like I said, they don't break the bank. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50. Cashmere for $50. Suede and leather jackets and silk blouses and dresses. Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you guys. Brilliant, right? They even have bedding, stuff for your home, candles, Quince kids. Like I said, you can get something for everyone on your list at Quince. So check out all the styles for your holiday shopping at Quince today. Go to quince.com slash velvet rope for free shipping and 300 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvet rope to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash velvet rope. Who's online shopping right now for a holiday gift for someone? Stop. Do not purchase. Go to Rakuten first. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because Rakuten members earn cash back on everything that they buy. I should know I'm a Rakuten member. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,700 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, could even buy your groceries on Rakuten. So before you get a gift for someone, go to Rakuten first and buy it through there. It'll take you to the website that you actually want to purchase from. They work with stores like Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Best Buy, Expedia, Zappos. I can keep going. This is truly a no-brainer. You're going to buy everyone these gifts anyway. Don't you want to get cash back while doing so? I mean, I just got lost in Bloomingdale's for myself. I got 2% cash back and I got myself all sorts of new clothes. But let's focus on buying gifts for everyone else. It's the holidays, right? Just head to Rakuten.com and see for yourself. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Wait, Kyle has always said that he was gay. And and what specifically did Kyle see that makes him think his father is gay? Well, he said like at the office when they worked because he worked at the real estate office. So he would make sexual jokes, sexual gay jokes all the time to the point where it got some people uncomfortable, like some of the women there and uncomfortable. Like, are you trying to, you know, are you doing things with some of the male employees or is this? Yeah, things like that. And, And making comments about, you know, he just talked a lot, but he was very explicit all the time. So you can't really pinpoint it, but he would talk about male body parts as if it was a joke but like kind of elaborate a little more you're like are you curious i'm shocked like there's not another man or two or however that has come forward like a mark braddock yeah and i'm surprised mark i I wish we got more info on like because it was like is the case sealed or do we know like some scenarios or stories or letters or anything that we've seen what I've learned with Todd is a lot of people don't talk like me. I'm probably the only one first coming out. And I know a lot of people um, are starting to now that he's in jail, they will come out. Cause look at Bill Cosby it took him 70 something years. And now we're seeing all these people. So a lot of times when you see these stories, people resurface years later when they feel safe. And, and why that is, is that he'll take, and thankfully he doesn't have any dirt on me. Although he tried to make so much. He takes something that somebody did and he'll figure it out and then he'll like hang it over your head. 
And- well, this is, I have absolutely zero basis for this, but with Mark, Mark Braddock was famously, is famously married, was married for years, has two sons. I mean, if Todd was, is gay and was messing around, let's say with other men that were bisexual or curious that were married, you know, a lot of them are not going to want to mess up their marriage. So what? why right. come out and say, yeah, I was with Todd. I mean, you know, their wives may have no idea, you know? I mean, again, I don't know. I don't have any... But I'm just saying, knowing Todd's behavior from what you've shared today and what we've seen all over the press and the show, it wouldn't be surprising, right? If he had fucked around with married people who, you know, have something to lose. Exactly. Have something to lose, whether it's in their personal life, their business, religion, you know, they rely big on religion. Um, Yeah. Do you think, well, I was going to say, do you think, you know, 12, part of jail is not just, you know, it's to punishment, it's punish the crime, but it's also, no, this isn't, I'm not going there, believe it or not. Oh, well, I mean, okay, I like, he, he might get a prison boyfriend. Yes. I yeah. mean, it's very possible. Yes. 12 years is a long time. Well, I, really, so long. I mean, now that your mind did go there, I do yeah. think that that is possible, right? Because he's definitely going to serve a decade. I mean, maybe they knock off two years for good behavior, but I mean, he's there for 10 years. So yeah. he could have a boyfriend. Good. He could. And but he, I, they didn't say he's having a hard time in there. It doesn't say he's having a hard time. But I mean, do you think he's going to come to like, you know, it's you're supposed, you, really jail is for rehabilitation. Like when, you know, you're, you really get the amount of years, not just for punishment, but the amount of time it should take you to like, really reprogram your mind. I mean, people come out reprogrammed, you know, everyone deserves a second chance of, you know, contribute to like, do you think it's capable for Todd even over 12 years to like strip away everything and say, yes, I was wrong. I did this. I'm guilty. I was narcissistic. I was materialistic. I, I'm coming out a humble change, Todd. I I honestly don't think he's gonna uh, I feel like he's gonna have a master plan that's just you know who he is I you know he it especially when this appeal goes wrong so a lot of things with them which you have to learn is like you gotta watch you know he's probably laying low now because he's thinking this appeal is gonna go forth right so when you're gonna see the crazy side is when does that like when will we know if it's denied I don't know, but I don't think it's so far off. I think it's, you know, like within the next few months, I'm pretty sure from what I remember. Then that's when we'll start to see the more, because we already see Julie's friend came out with this story and it's not over for Todd. Just if you think he's going to be quiet in there for 12 years, think again. Something, some lawyer, some release statement, something will happen after this appeal if it doesn't go his way. Maybe after so. then when he realized it's really over, when they really understand what they did. I don't know. I feel like though by the time they get out, I thought about this a lot. He'll be in his 60s. So maybe by then. But that's still a lot of life left for some people to try to start up again. Who knows what he's going to do? I think the more concern is what, how will the children cope when they're for all this time? Because they'll be whole new people when their parents get out. Yeah, they're in like what is Savannah in her early thirties? I think I'm just taking a guess. Twenties still is she in her twenties? So like late, right? So you'll be thirties, forty, right? Mm-hmm. Big Chase is you know going to get married. He'll probably have kids. Like it's a big thing, you know. Let's yeah. See. <laughs> Is there anything that you would say to Todd and Chrisley? Like, is there anything left that you would want hey. to say to them? Yeah, like, um, just I wish she'd never put me through all the unnecessary drama that mm-hmm. I did not deserve. I did not ask for. Um, try to, you know, shame me and outcast me and make me feel um, like I was there for the wrong reasons or uh, using. I, I was um, such a big help in the background that a lot of people don't know. And try to be the peacemaker, try to, you know, help out, try to work with the program. But when the program was just unworkable, there was there was no other choice. And it was where he was the he was the final dictator. It was a dictatorship. Yeah. God, your parents, I mean, I know your father passed, but your mom, your aunts and uncles, I mean, 
did they like meet Todd and Julie and go, oh my God, red flag, red flag. I mean, or, or were they kind of fooled for a while too? Yeah, so they've watched how it unfolded with me and they were like, you are in court more than, like how much is this costing? And so they kind of suffered with me, but family-wise they've all adored Kyle. So they were shocked to say the least. Everybody loved Kyle. Everybody had high hopes for Kyle. He was doing so well. So nobody saw that happening where he was going to switch back over there. So, um, you know. I, we've taken so much of your time. I just have two final questions. Um, what, tell me, what do you hear how Kyle is doing now? Because you don't, you don't have any contact with him. I mean, do you hear he's doing okay? Yeah, so I don't. I hear that he's okay through, you know, I, I try to keep in touch with his mom here and there. And okay, I mean, I saw where he went to jail. I recently um, dismissed the case. So there was another case we had with the terroristic threats. I don't know if you were following that when he was arrested for sorry um, threatening me. Oh, it's okay, David. I know. We, we did not, we we're both having like, I know total. it's like a little bit of a crisis. I'm having like a major thing with like, don't even ask. Yeah. Um, I'm just asking Lexi to talk about Kyle now. You know, she doesn't have any contact with Kyle, but I was asking, you know, how is Kyle, the, what you hear? Yeah. And last month I dismissed that case. So I've got the paperwork on it. I met with the DA. They'd actually subpoenaed, which I didn't know they could, all of my iCloud messages. They read everything, everything I had with Kyle, everything I had with Todd, everything with Lindsay, his mom, and they came strong for blood. And at that point, I knew I am not prepared or in, even though it would have been paid from the state, I'm just not in the mental space to fight again. And I don't want to take on this terroristic threats. I've moved on. He's moved on. We have children uh, from separate people, right? So it's like there's no need to open up this room. So I made the decision and uh, told the DA I will not be participating in this case and I would like it to be dismissed. We got it just approved by the judge last week. So Kyle, um, to my what I've heard is is thankful that I did that. I said thank you. So I have one that, final question. It, it, do you think Todd and Julie will learn? Do you think they'll be redeemed? Do you think they'll change course? Do you think anything will change? Unfortunately, I I don't think so. Except for if they're forced to, if they really have no money left. They really got some money sitting parked in the Caymans and they come back out rich again. Then we got, then this was just a big, this is just a big joke, you know, punk. Do you but think it, they have money somewhere? Like, that? you know, they're so good at this that there's money somewhere. You never know, right? Where did all that money go? I mean, how can you really blow 30 million or 50 million? How much was it? Something crazy. 30, and, I mean, I sort of can see it because, you know, he had a lot of mouths to feed. They bought multiple homes. They moved a lot. They, I mean, you know, they're Range Rovers, right? I mean, how many of those did they have? Two, three? I mean, you know, that's $1,000, 1200 bucks a month carpet. You, I mean, 30 million is a lot. You think it's a lot, but yeah. when you've got nanny, you know, you've got all these people you're, yeah. you're feeding. That is true. I mean, it can, it, you could be spending two, $300,000 a month. And then before you know it. I mean, I'm sure his mortgage alone was a hundred thousand yeah. dollars a month. If he, because he at one point I think he had a nine million dollar home in Nashville, or you mm -hmm. know. So, but to your point, also people do that all the time, right? Yeah, they, because he was still getting income from the show too. On top of that, he was getting endorsements and the thirty million loan that they took, and the. But like you said, if you, he was blowing crazily too, so you're right. Maybe maybe there's nothing left. I guess you never know. It's just like. If it's really they have no money, then anyone's going to be humbled and brought to their knees broke. But if they they somehow make it through and their houses don't change and their cars don't change, that's my big thing. I'm going to watch to see, you know, is, you know, Savannah and Chase, are they really living in the same homes? Are they still driving the same cars? Because that would be hard to keep up with just the podcast. Yeah. And that's the thing you can't really. It's kind of you can't feel that bad when they're seeing the same home, it's like, what is your definition of? I, and also before we wrap up, I mean, you, I look at Nanny Faye also, and she's a certain age. I mean, there's so much press out there. Chase, Savannah, Grayson, we're speaking like 
how does Danny Faye feel about this? And I mean, just doing the numbers, you may not be around when your son gets out of jail. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, and that's her whole heart and soul. Um, she does have another son, though. But I, I don't know. She, yeah, that's got to be hard because she is the pillar of for Todd and Todd for her. So, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about Nanny Faye. She's right. He thinks he is Jesus himself. So she, I'm sure, thinks he's, you know, a national hero as well. So sadly, she's got that mother's love that is just unwavering. Wow. Um, you've been, you've been I, mean, I mean, you, you really, I, I give you, I, like I said, I give you so much credit. I worked with a very narcissist. I mean, people that listen to my podcast have heard it at nauseum, but I worked with someone that has similar traits to Todd and it is very scary because they just have those minds where you're living your life. You don't even think about it. All of a sudden they pop up with cease and desist and legal things. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, lots of times shit that doesn't mean anything, but it's like, they never leave you alone. You know, and I give you credit. I mean, by speaking up today, you're going to help somebody else who works for a narcissistic boss, narcissistic in-laws or a spouse, um, just to have the strength to keep going, keep fighting. And I mean, I've seen it in my case and I've seen it in this. I mean, karma it is scary. Karma doesn't miss. It's, it doesn't miss. It doesn't miss. It's really, it may take a lot longer. Like you suffered for a decade. I did. But man, I mean, you talk about publicly, everybody knows now what they're like. And you have and you have to be, I mean, I hate to say it, like I'm sorry. I would you have to be thrilled. You have to be happy, elated that these they can't bother you from behind bars. Yes. You don't know how many countless nights when they came here to Delaware to serve me, like I moved out of state to get away. So I am thrilled. I was wondering what am I going to do? Just what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? I've had season desist. You tried to present it with a gag order. Thank God I didn't sign it because now I wouldn't be able to talk. Everything you can think of, every court, you know, threats. Um, he shut off my phone after I divorced. Didn't even give me a chance for the ink to dry. And, you know, they just he just is crazy. He just little, any control he could have, he did it. And um, I'm so happy. I'm not going to lie. I, I am that I can have peace. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine because I didn't think this day would come. And I think that's what most of us thought. And I think the reason they thought they could get away with it, everyone thought they were getting away with it. I think even Mark, if you ask anyone that's dealt with the narcissist, they never get caught. It's rare that people really catch on to them because they do a lot of crazy things to people and nobody says anything. So it's shocking this actually happened because he'd gotten away with so much. You should write a book. I mean, honestly, you really should. You should write a book and help others. Um, because your story is an international one. And um, yeah, we give you a lot of credit. We're hoping to hear from Mark too, because it's Mm -hmm. what you guys went through. People should be aware because they're very charming. Like you said, at first, it's a love Mm -hmm. bomb at first. Mm -hmm. It's your wonderful gifts, you know, dinners, and you're going to be on a TV show and all these things until you go, "Mm, this seems weird that you're being served and I need boundaries. And then, yeah. And you talk about all of them, the, 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 Instagram people and the Facebook people that he had charge my account and just say everything bad because he had said I was this terrible person and messages of people that don't even know you thinking you just scammed their son and drugged him. He literally, they went so far as to lying in court to say that Kyle was drugged when he signed the divorce, that I had known he was on drugs. Uh, Either I was aware of the drug or presented him with the drugs and allowed him to sign a divorce decree. I've never even smoked a cigarette in my life. Todd is very aware that I'm like, by the book. So such a law-abiding citizen. I was so dumb that I thought that Kyle's drugs was baking soda because he told me he was baking soda to clean his tools. Hmm. How dumb. And I was like, well, why is it out of the box? Oh, you know, I got to really clean the tools. I, didn't, I know you use it all the time for baking because I had a bakery at the time. That's how dumb. So it took me a while to catch on. You, If you don't do drug one-on-one, you don't know what. I mean, there's, and I'm so glad so many people are talking about people that are functioning users because that needs to be shown that it is not something where you see on TV where people think, oh, he was on drugs. So he was just probably laid up in the house and couldn't wake up. So you're married to a drug addict. It's like, idiots, he was working. He was cleaning. He was cooking. He was alert. He was not, he didn't have any needles like marks in his hand. 
in his hand. It's even like I've been, I don't even know what people look like when they're on Coke, but you go out with some, I've been out with friends or who I guess have done a fair amount of Coke. Anyway, they can point out to you people. And I would never know they were on Coke. They're like, oh, that you can tell by their, the pupils dilated in there. I'm like, God, I never even would have known. They just seem like complete. <laughs> You know, you don't even know. You don't. You don't. You know, don't. Unless you're in it, like you said, if you if you're in it and you use, if you know, yeah. If you use it, you know it. I took me a long time, so sorry, but sure, I, I wouldn't know either. I wouldn't know either. Yeah. Although yeah. people a lot of times think I'm on coke, which I'm not, because I'm <laughs> talking fast and you're I've sure? got a lot. I seriously, people have come over to me when I'm out and said, "Hook me up," and I'm like, <laughs> multiple times, and I'm like, "You are." So far up the, no judgment, but you are barking up the wrong tree over here. I can get you an Ozempic shot, but I am not on coke. <laughs> that I that I can help you with. I can help you with a lot of other things. I cannot help you with any type of drugs like that. Lexi, thank you. I, I mean, I know. Do you have anything else? I mean, I just, I hate taking, I mean, you've been so generous with your time, really. No, that's everything. Thank you guys so much. It was great meeting with you all. I'm glad I was able to share the story. And like you said, I hope it can help another person that's been in narcissistic in-law situation or marriage. And, 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 you know, Kyle, just being married to Kyle was enough because he was, had his own set of issues. So having a father on top of that, I'm just glad I'm out of it. And I hope anybody that's dealing with it and being a minority, being the odd one out, I did glad that I did have Chloe there because at least we were, she was a baby then, but it, it was some sort of a support <laughs> that I wasn't the only, you know, black person in the family, right? It helps. So it was, it's great. I like it. And I'm glad I learned from it. That's and we'll tag it. you when this comes out too yeah. and share. It's going to probably come out in like a few weeks, but we'll, All right. like, hopefully it will help. I, I totally agree. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you can call me a lady any day you want. <laughs> okay, lady. <laughs> I admit that I'm gay. Okay, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, okay, good, good. There's no uh, Kyle. Right. There's no uh, Todd Chrisley here. There's we have... no Todding. No. Okay, good. Cool. No Todding. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, good bye, to know. Please. Come back anytime. anytime. All right, guys. Bye. Thank bye, you. gorgeous. See bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.